two farts, Performers Happiness in the Arts podcast that's meant to gas up musical theater performers as they pursue a long career on the stage. We bring flatulent happiness to ourselves and to each other through integrity, authenticity, love, and of course, humor. All guests on this podcast are out to help musical theater performers. And while we do it, ah, we may laugh at the simple things like the word penis. Penis. And we're live! What is up, NYC Musical Theater Performers? Ah. All right, I am here with Adair. Adair, thank you so much for agreeing to come on for this interview. Of course, of course, of course. Oh my goodness, we met, which reading was it? Was it Color Purple the first time? Or I remember you coming on and singing for the lead for that and you were incredible. I think I think it was yeah color yeah I think it was color purple you know she what was year it. was it when we did it <laughs> I mean 2020 is literally 10 years in one it's so a long, it's a long decade in one year it's, that's a long one. Oh my gosh thank you so much for coming on and agreeing to talk about pursuing our dreams during this yep. time because Lord knows anxiety and so much shit is happening right now for each of us individually. Everybody's dealing with different levels and questioning if their level is worse than somebody else's or easier. And like, and and there's just so many reasons to just freak out and go, oh, so Adair, you have done some incredible things despite all the millions of obstacles that are going on right now. Um, so if, I mean, whatever you're comfortable with, there's no pressure. Would you mind just giving, sharing some big picture obstacles of things you've been dealing with during this year of 2020 before we start going into what you have been doing for yourself to overcome and get massive, amazing direction? Sure, sure. Um, okay, well, starting off is, uh, you know, I was living in New York for uh, five years before I came out here. So 2019 and 2020, I've been in California. Um, Last year, I lost a lot of my family members just through ailments and bad luck. So dealing with that and then coming into Corona 2020 has been a lovely experience. I uh, ended up, you know, having trouble getting jobs just because that's just the way the you know, the thing, the apple slices. And so I was um, doing that and then I got a job and then I got let go from that job uh, just in October, which is like, yikes, right at the end of the year, that would have, that sucked. Um, And dealing with that. And then on top of that, I, because I got laid off, I had to get, I had my insurance. Like many of us, we shouldn't. I took uh, my health uh, insurance a little bit for granted a lot of it for granted, let's not lie. And um, I had tried to get everything done and get checks up, get uh, checkups and stuff early. And so the last of November, I was very much a guinea pig of being poked and prodded and dealing with arthritis in my legs. I, I have a genetic thing apparently that I didn't know about where I have bad joints. So as a dancer and as a performer, I was always struggling with torn cartilages and yada, 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 and, and bad, um, you know, uh, legs on that. And I love working out. I love weightlifting, but I couldn't do a lot of that because of the injuries. So gaining weight was a bummer because, you know, I'm getting weight, but I can't do the workouts. The gyms were closed for the year. So my pools that I would go swimming in, I couldn't, I was part of a water polo team, uh, that I joined at a college to get in, uh, in 2019 to get working out. 
that sucked. And then, uh, you know, I, I love just it. nodding. I know these things. Yeah, about, so I'm just going like, yep, yep. Yeah, so I love doing it. And it was great. And then, you know, the stress of um, once I got the job, I was really, you know, eating better, doing more, trying to get stuff going, even getting back to vocal lessons and just really putting myself first in my career because I am a session singer and a voiceover artist and all these other things. And then I bought a car for the first time, like my first yes! car. Yes, you, was, we, we were on the phone too when you were like going like, I don't know about this purchase. Oh my God, because we had just bought a car too. Oh, uh-huh, uh-huh, uh-huh. <laughs> and we talked about that. And um, and then oh, oh, three weeks, not even two weeks after buying it, I got laid off. Um, so that it's its own treasure of a stressor and um, yeah and so I've been dealing with that and um, other health stuff that I've like as a female and learning about my female body and doing stuff like that and work uh, going to the doctor for those things and learning about those things and I, I currently realize or was told I have fibroids which is a whole thing that people are not really aware about women and just knowing that and that black women um, are more susceptible to it. We tend to have it. More. Would you just briefly explain what fibroids are for people? It's non cancerous tumors in your uterus. So unfortunately, I guess uh, black women are more susceptible to, susceptible to it. We either will have them and you'll never know that you have them or you'll be painfully aware that you have them. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it's one of those things. And so sometimes that can impede childbirth. Sometimes that can uh, just equal lots of pain uh, during your menses and those those kinds of months. So um, I've had problems with that since I started my journey as a lady. And, um, you know, since I've started my menses and it's been bad <laughs> the whole time. So, you know, and that could deal with hormones or whatever. So I was getting that looked at as well. And that's a lot uh, to kind of deal with. So working on my diet and learning to become more plant-based uh, other than eating meat, which I kind of had stopped uh, as a Hebrew. Um, I stopped eating pork and shellfish decades. Like you are decade. way better than me as a, as a fellow. <laughs> I'm like, <laughs> I, wish, I wish you a Merry Christmas. You're like, Jenna, you're like, I don't celebrate that. I was like, well, I mean, I'm Jewish too. I'm just used to, I'm so used to people saying Merry Christmas to me and being the outsider, so I'm like, Merry Christmas. I was like, oh. I'll be like, hey, I hope you had a Merry Christmas. And they're like, you too. I was like, I'm Hebrew, but thank you. Like, you know, I'm okay with saying like, yeah, I'll just be like, Monica, but thank you so much. You know, totally uh, <laughs> cool for me. I don't care, you know, either way. Let's be honest, as performers, we've been, well, up until this year, we pretty much always started Christmas during September and ended in January, so. You know, well, honestly, it, and also think if I mean, this is so off topic, but as as a Jew, like people um, usually when people find out, especially in college, they're like, oh, you're Jewish. Did you know that Jesus was Jewish? And you're like, oh, God, no. You're like, where's the door? <laughs> <laughs> There's a lot of things. And it's actually kind of funny. And once again, it is off topic, but we'll, that could be for another uh, another day. Um because I'm a Hebrew Israelite, we don't do like the eight menorahs, we do seven. And there are certain like, like sometimes, uh, I guess because like we do the, you know, from the sky, the, 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 timing the actual calendar the farmer's almanac oh yeah totally different yeah different depending so it'd be like sometimes you'll start Hanukkah like a day before us and then we'll be like 
wait, what? Like it's, it's just slightly, you know, that kind of um, variations, but I love it because then it's like, oh, that's kind of cool. But besides, it's hysterical. I never know the first day of Hanukkah. I'm always like, what yeah. day? And like my mom's asking me, and then we're calling the aunt to be like, what's the I'm day? Like, like candles. I, oh. Every, every year. And then it's always like, is this the last day or is tomorrow the last day? Wait, how many candles did we light? Where are we? Oh my God. Where are we at in the, in the order? <laughs> and actually, funny, because I'm trying to be more plant-based, I'm not going to lie. I still eat certain meats, not often, but lamb is one of the meats I eat, especially on any of the holy days. So I'm like, did I get my kebabs this day? Like, did I get all my garlic? <laughs> What am I like now? What am I gonna do? Is there a is there a plant based uh, substitute to lamb? Because lamb is delicious. It is. <laughs> it is. I grew up with lamb, so oh, I feel we digress. You. We digress <laughs> massively. But this is anybody like if you're hearing this, this is how Adair and I work anyway. When we talk, we're like, oh yeah, yeah. that's right. What were we here for? Oh right. Um, okay. But with everything with everything going on, like so you guys just heard like a big overview of, and and she didn't even go into the details of stuff, yeah. Okay. Yeah. But let's not talk about like the obstacles let's talk about the first one because you have created for yourself in your living situation a very ripe artistic um room mm -hmm. can you talk about what you have you've literally turned lemons into lemonades in your room setup alone so can you talk about that yeah so you know like we all like to admit to or at one point or another or some of us might be just getting over it i had to move uh come back you know, besides fixing family and stuff, um, to California. So I'm staying in my mom's house. I'm in my childhood bedroom and no 36, you know, wants to be there, but we are. And, um, I was like, I can't just sit here with this bed and figure out what I'm going to do. I was like, I want to be a voiceover artist. I am a session singer already. Um, oh, you're so talented. Too. You got, you're so talented. Um, oh my God. I'm doing all the things and I was like, what else do I need? I need a studio. What What is everybody doing? Studio. They're in home doing it themselves, figuring it out. I was doing a lot of my recordings and things off my laptop back in the day with like a snowball mic and that was it. And I was like, I got to get it together. So while I had this job, I was saving money and I was putting things aside and I bought myself a brand new home desk computer for the first time. Like these are, I was starting to reach the point in my life where I was doing adulting big purchases for myself and my company. Um, I bought domain names for um, my company. I built a, um, I took all of my clothes that were in this closet and I either sold them, gave them away, put them in a different, um, I have, um, what are they called? What are these, what are these things called? Uh, they're like little boxes that I put the rest of my clothes in, but you could also sit on them. Oh, love that. Yeah. So, um, amazingness. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I did that. So like I folded all my clothes because I wear t-shirts and things like that. I have a dresser, like a whole, pretty much a closet is like a made up closet downstairs in my living room and it's wooden. So it kind of fits into the decor of the living room. And I have all my clothes, most of them down, the hung ones downstairs. And then I, anything that's folded, I have in here. And I made my closet into my uh, recording booth. Would and, you mind kind of moving your desktop a little? I don't even know if I can. Uh, maybe. Oh. Let's see. It's dirty. See, look at that. Look at that. So, this is a whole, like, besides this pole here, this is a whole um, closet full of recording studio goodness. Um, I, so brought, I bought a brand new mic and under, it's funny, I actually bought this desk that we're on. I got speakers and I bought, I also game and stream. So I bought a monitor and I have my Xbox underneath that I bought. 
and I have my head, my two sets of headphones. I have my audio box. I have my, you know, all my stuff. You but have your ring light right there that we can see literally right down here. That's yeah. My ring light. That's my second ring light. And um, I ended up taking my carpet out and laying down um, laminate. So I have wooden floors now in my, in my room. And um, I, this thing that I'm underneath right now, I'm actually under my loft bedding that I got from Etsy uh, so that I can put a desk in my room and have my bed. Um, and so this is very much office space that I happen to sleep on top of, um, which is great. And, you know, I have my room down here, but I, I wanted, I haven't actually finished uh, all the things that I need to finish here because um, I have two pianos that I am waiting to uh, mount on my wall here. And I have my two guitars that I want to be able to put on my, um, on my wall and I have my cajon that I need to bring back as soon as my best friend will allow me to have my instrument back. Uh, <laughs> we have a cajon, but it's in stores. Those are awesome. Yeah. He was like, uh, no, you can't have it back. I was like, but it's mine. He was like, no, I was like, well, okay, I'll come get it later. So <laughs> when I have room, so there's still a lot of work to be done, but I just, I wanted to start making no excuses. As my mother likes to say, you have all the tools that you need. And so instead of complaining that I don't have all the tools, I have all the tools. I bought all the tools. And um, and that's kind of also where like the car and stuff came into play. Cause I was like, there has to be a time where cheap isn't the responsibility and uh, cheap isn't the thing that's gonna get you where you need to go. How am I gonna go to auditions? How am I gonna go to meetings if my car is gonna break down? How, even if my car is reliable, but it's old and looks decrepit, when people see me, they're gonna be like, oh, I thought she was more put together. Like, and I'm like, oh, I wanna have that for myself. Oh I yeah, you've been investing in yourself in investing. such a great way. Like, yeah. I mean, it, it's just so cool. I remember, I know my cat's being so cute right now. Um, it's like, it's it, when you when you have a pet around, it's like when they're near you and sniffing and being cute, do you ignore them? No, you pick them up. I mean, it really just depends. I have two chocolate labs and- Oh yeah, they're way too big for that. <laughs> they believe that they're lap dogs, truly. And oh, they think they're babies. They think they're babies. Nice. Love us. I was like, I just fed you and took you out and petted you. What do you want from me? Go lay down. You're like, I want more. That's what I want. They're like at the door going, are y'all talking about me? <laughs> um, but I I just love all that you have set up. And and it wasn't an overnight thing. This has been a gradual thing that during this year where you're like, okay, it's taken this like is what invests time. And three months, three or four months to get yeah. everything. Yeah. Um, and, some, and I had some um, kicks in the pants as far as like, no, no, get it done now. Um, because I had some opportunities and things like that, small things. But I was like... I kept using the excuse of, oh, well, I'm getting my my studio set up. I'm getting my studio set up. And, you know, now I'm doing that. Uh, I have um, even recently gotten into the new thing called Clubhouse. And it's very networky. It's a social media thing that's like kind of right now, I think it's still invite only. And um, it's a lot of networking, uh, music Ooh. industry, whatever you're doing, whatever the, you know, you can find what you're looking for if you're really looking. And you know, my thing was voiceovers and I got to talk to some really big heavy hitters for voiceover stuff. And one guy goes, Hey, so do you have a website? And I was like, um, I haven't done it yet. I'm going to do it. And he was like, Oh, and I was like, Oh, and it's like, as soon as I got off, 
I made my website and um, I have a few domains that I've purchased. And so I'm like, let me start utilizing those domains. And, and once again, you have everything in front of you. If you just use it, you have all the tools. And so I'm kind of in that space with 2020 of there's no excuses. You can't say, Oh, I don't have enough time. We do. You can't say, Oh, I'm not healthy enough. I'm walking around. I don't have COVID. So I'm fine. Um, you know, you, can't say that like oh what's her name is doing more no like there are so many tools so I just kind of figured out I need to invest in myself I need to believe that the money's worth it and then I need to go you know and, and do it when, I, I just need a pause for those who are jumping on now we listed at the beginning of this interview all the things obstacles that Adair has been through life has not been easy for her to say um, the least so when she sound, it sounds like she's like going, oh, you have this tough. You should still move forward. She is coming from a place of like mad struggle and mad obstacles. Oh my God. I sound like a Californian right now, <laughs> but, hey, whatever I'm from there. So, um, it's, it's, she's dealing with hella stuff. Hella stuff. Hella stuff. Yeah, hella um, stuff out here. Doing, no. So it's, it's not just like, oh, poof, like tough. You're like, no, I, this is coming from an individual who is, I'm telling you, has dealt with shitstorm after shitstorm and is regularly going and, and has found through that to, you know, get this done. It's, it has none of it's overnight. It may seem like it three months is overnight, but it's not like it yeah. is not. And, it, and to be fair, like I didn't have a, a job really all through 2019, you know, and um, I had an acquaintance who helped me get a new job or no longer acquaintances because of said job. But, um, that, that stepping stone, that, that, um, person was put in my life to get me to that point yes. to help me to put all the, the pieces together. One thing that I noticed as a performer, not noticed, but the one thing I realized, not only did I also get insurance, I, and I had this job, I was able to go to a therapist, which hundred percent would recommend already do. Uh -huh. Um, and I've always wanted a therapist or whatever. And so being able to unpack things, there's a few things that I realize that are getting me through crappy times. Um, the therapy is the first one, uh, which is helpful to have a backboard. I like to talk. I'm a talker, but I'm also a self-analyzer to a fault. And we'll talk about a lot of that because it has to do with anxiety as well. But um, I realize as a performer, and this is something that I did not know. I just flat out didn't know it. When I was in New York, I was doing really well. Um, I was working on Orange is the New Black. I was doing um, cabarets. I was doing TV stuff. I was trying to get my stuff together. And it wasn't all where I wanted to be. I was doing stand-in work. I was doing, you know, doubling and things like that. But still, I was working. Mm -hmm. I had, I've I am newish, or I was newish to musical theater. I still am. I, I still consider myself new to musical theater. I didn't start singing until I was like deep into high school. Um, I didn't know anything about musicals until like my sophomore year of high school kind of situation. Um, I kind of learned, if you say, hello, Dolly, name a song. I couldn't. I would say maybe hello, Dolly. I don't know if that is that a song. In the thing. I don't know much about theater, <laughs> you know, even though I do theater and I love singing. I was gifted. I was born with a gift. 
And so I didn't have to train very hard or do much. And that's not to be like, <laughs> no, no, I, I will be a person to just to, to vouch for you. Like yeah, she it, is. She it, is. Well, it's just, it just mm -hmm. happened. So mm -hmm. when I went to do go for the Broadway dream and all that stuff, I had an air, which I did not know about of, well, I'm talented. So obviously you would pick people with talent. Duh. Why wouldn't you hire me for a show or Oh, I expect to get a show, obviously, because I'm good. That sounds crappy. and a, But in my head, it wasn't like, oh, because I'm good. It was like, no, I, I can sing. I can dance. I can read music. I can play instruments. Why wouldn't you hire me? That makes no sense. And then I was getting to the echelon and getting callbacks and getting stuff for the Broadway shows. And it never quite took off. And then I realized all these bad things started happening. Like, you know, I had to go back home. I had to do this, that, and the other. And it literally made me start over. It made me at like, oh, we have not been performing in a year. I haven't really been performing in more than four or five years. I would do cabarets here, but I haven't been in a show in probably seven years. And my voice started going down. I wasn't doing what I had to do. I wasn't training and singing at that level. And I started going, oh, well, that singing, no good deed wasn't hard for me. Now it's starting to be a bit of a workout. And I'm mm -hmm. like, what? That's weird. I can, oh, and now I have to work for it. Now I have to actually put my ego pride, what I think the world owes me aside. I didn't know I had an air of the world owes me. Mm -hmm. I thought that I was just doing what you had to do and the universe, world, God, whatever you want to say, smacked my behind down and said, start over. And you get to start over with, no, you don't get to be a chorus girl. You don't have any good joints. Your knees are messed up. Now, how are you going to get there? You say you want to be on Broadway, get there, even though you have these things. Oh, you say you want to be a singer and do A, B, and C, but you don't have this tool that I used to give to you easily. Mm -hmm. You still want that dream? Work for it. So I'm now in a place realizing that I'm starting over with the mentality of I need to work for it, which I thought I had, but I didn't. I was arrogant, ultimately. And now I'm like, oh, I'm not getting the jobs I want. I'm not getting the, because I was expecting people to hand it to me. And now that I've truly realized that I was waiting to be given something that did not belong to me yet, I was like, oh, now I'm working for it. I'm putting money into me. I'm not busy caring what other people are booking or not booking. I um, don't, you know, it's funny because someone goes, have you listened to this person's music? I'm like, no. And they're like, oh, why? I just don't care currently to listen to other people's work because I'm working on my own stuff. I, I need to only listen to me, what I have going on and figuring out where I need to go so I can make stuff. I'm now making connections and talking to people and doing stuff and building this and getting healthy because I'm putting the time to learn and to feed myself and fix myself and to, what's the word, to work the Full, full work, just finally getting to be able to work. And when you work, you feel proud. I, I'm working on an EP and my first solo, putting it on Spotify, all that stuff. I'm working on that. And I'm scared every day that I work on it, but it's mine. Uh, I didn't, I'm not expecting anybody to see my song or do it. I'm doing it for me, you know? So it's like, that's kind of what 2020 has gotten me is even though it's crappy, 
a hundred percent. And there's been a lot of things that have made me want to sit in bed and I have sat in bed and cried and not done anything and been depressed and been anxious and all the things in between. Now that I've come out of that other end and still, you know, I go back and forth. I work, I'm working for me. I'm finally making me the important part of my center of my universe. And a lot of people go, don't, you can't, no, you gotta be about everybody, be about everybody. Do, we spend too much time, social media, we spend too much Instagram, TikTok, all these about other people. And we just, especially with 2020, are realizing we need to focus on us because that's why we are, our foundation is faulty and we're falling apart because we've spent too much time trying to build unnecessary things on a broken foundation. And I'm tired of being a broken foundation. So I've been as crappy as it could be. I can say, why God, why have you done this to me? Why have you forsaken me? But sometimes I believe that's hundred percent true. I've been forsaken. And sometimes I think I've been challenged. So it just depends on the day, but you know, I'm, I'm learning how to be better. Uh, this was amazing. I, I would normally be like, let's do a mic drop moment, but you just did it. Thank you. Like, just thank you. I, I don't know what else to say, but thank you. Uh, we're, I, I like these always to be, I, you know, we're at a half hour. That's that's the mark that I like to end it on. Where can people find you on social media? Please share. Um, All over, actually. Um, my website, adairgilliam.com. Um, Instagram, if you want to just watch me as a personal person, um, it's Adair Fro Life, like Afro Life. Um, and my podcast that I'm going to be launching in February yes. is A Brunch of Lies, um, where we're very much like this, where we just talk about people. Uh, we talk um, about people. We talk with people about their experiences. And I want to make the world a little bit more transparent. And I think that as artists, uh, we are seen by a lot of conservative folk in the world as just, oh, you just sing, just stick to that. And I think that we need to have more transparency. Like, no, this person actually has a doctorate. This person actually has a bachelor's. Get to know your garbage man. Get to know the stay-at-home mom. She probably has a bigger story and more of a, you know, inspiring tale to tale than the average Joe. So I want to get, I always say it's dirty jobs meets brunch and drinks. And if you want to smoke a little weed, feel free. But like, you know, we're here to talk and chat and be transparent. So a brunch of lies. Uh, I do believe it's just a dot brunch dot a of dot lies on Instagram. And uh, yeah, that's an a g a dot g. A dare is my music page that I have like random clips on. Uh, and my YouTube, Adair Gilliam. You can just, I'm all over the place. <laughs> I love it. G-I-L-L-I-A-M for people. Like, and A-D-A-I-R. Like yes. Adair you. <laughs> I love it. Thank you so much for coming on. I'm just sending you love, sending everybody love tonight. I think this is such a good, even just continued conversation for people to just go back to believing in themselves first and then skyrocketing. It, and don't get me wrong. It does suck, but you can make it suck a lot less with a lot more positivity. <laughs> I love that. I love that. And on that note, bye, everybody. Bye.